So, Mitch Tambo, thanks for talking to us here in Karma up in Mantua Alice Springs. Appreciate it. Yami, Yama. Thanks for having me, my brother. Shout yep. out to all the Adana mob there. And, uh, yeah, really uh, just pumped to be here. And massive shout out to all the listeners there that are tuning in and supporting Karma. You've spent the last year doing many things. Uh, look, let's just start off with the basics. Can you tell us about how your year has gone, especially considering, you know, there's a pandemic and all? You, you've been very busy. Yeah, brother. I mean, just trying to navigate COVID and, you know, keep the dream alive, so to speak. We started off well. Um, felt like the momentum was there and, um, you know, all of a sudden you wake up and your calendar just is getting erased by the hour. So, you know, crazy times. It's like well over a year into it now. I think here in Melbourne we're like 200 days plus into lockdowns. But, yeah, it's just about, I mean, you know, keeping the dream alive and believing in what you do and just trying to keep opening up doors and just getting your message out, I suppose. I suppose the past year and so, you've been able to like perform and be involved in even like Brisbane's Olympic bid and being involved in like a lot of other kind of initiatives as well. Like, obviously, performing live is tricky. I've heard so many stories about musicians not being able to perform live or tour, but there is things that you have done to still keep yourself creative and then new interesting ways as well. Uh, do you think that that's still helped you in terms of your creativity through this through this tough period? Yeah, I mean, it's just helped me feel like I'm still creating and moving forward. Um, and I've just found ways, you know, creating my own talk show, um, which is now endorsed by Facebook, which is a beautiful thing. I feel really blessed to obviously have that and have that support and, you know, continue to write music and put music out and uh, just play my part where I can to be, you know, a part of things and give my time to to things I believe in, I suppose, you know. I mean, obviously, we should not discount the fact that you're not able to perform live down in Melbourne where you're at the moment. And there's obviously tricky times for a lot of musicians who probably might be uh, kind of struggling to find an income and stuff like that. I mean, with your fellow musicians that there that you, you, I suppose, hang around with, do you, could you maybe give us a sense of how things are in that kind of aspect? Or do you see everybody else kind of exploring ways to be creative as well, much like you have? It's uh, a good question. I mean, I think everyone's trying to hang in there, but, you know, it's very much dead. You know, entertainment uh, was one of the first things to go last year and last things to come back. So, I mean, we're here again, and um, I think a lot of people are doing it harder this time around because we did have that glimmer of, of light. You know, things were looking like they were going back to normal and then quickly all gone again so yeah i mean there's lots of people out there that are still hustling still doing their things and and finding other avenues to you know get their music listened to and to keep creating for sure but you know there's so at the end of the day like a lot of that is for the love of it you know like the, the reality is is people aren't making money you know their livelihoods have been completely um eradicated you know and are now you know obviously relying on government and all that which is you know, it's great that there's payments there, but at the end of the day, you know, livelihoods have just been taken, you know, so. Yeah, you have a new single coming out called Heal, which uh, has its video coming out as well. Let's have a bit of a yarn about that. You, you sing about your own personal story of healing in the song, and I can hear especially that there is a, a certain message about wanting to heal as a person why is that notion of healing so important to you? I think 
you know, when we allow ourselves to heal, you know, we also allow ourselves to become freer um, and, and, you know, to see the world through a different lens. So I think for me, you know, healing is imperative, but sometimes healing is very painful too because it means diving back into emotions and things that maybe you've skipped over and, and not acknowledged before. So, you know, and, and when you choose to, to heal, so to speak, it can be a painful thing, but I think at the other, at the other end of it, it's so freeing, you know, and, and you become a lot lighter for it. So, you know, I think healing, it's just imperative. And I think we all should have, you know, the right to heal, you know. Obviously, there's different ways of healing as well. I mean, could you explain as a Gil Milleroy man, the ways of healing which you experience? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, a big one for me is just being getting back on country, getting away from the city life and and just being still out in the bush and just reconnecting with all the elements, you know. Like when you're out in the bush, you can truly smell the uh, the sunrise, the sunset. You can smell all these different uh, things that you just can't smell and connect with back in the city, you know. Out in the bush, it's just so different. Um, you can almost taste it. You can hear the wildlife. You can go swimming in the river. You know, there's all these things you can connect to, and, and you're connecting to your ancestry, you're connecting to all your ancestors, you're connecting to everything that's come before you, and it's a really healing experience. Yeah, true, and that's something that, look, I hear with a lot of mob around the country and up here in Arundel country, it is a very integral part of life. I reckon as a whole society take for granted in many ways, and we don't really think about. Uh, do you think that that's kind of ca- the case as well? I mean, and is that what you want to express through th- song in, in many ways? All, all I really want to express through my song is, uh, you know, my story um, and, and I guess my viewpoint. But, you know, I think we live in a very fast-paced world these days that's, you know, driven by money and material things, which sometimes, you know, just makes... Um, the beautiful earth and country and all the elements not even secondary you know barely even thought of so i feel like you know if we could flip that a bit more and and get back to you know looking after mother looking after country and and looking at ways to heal country uh the flow and effects of that for us in our own healing could just be astronomical you know because uh we do believe that you know we believe you know we look after mother we look after country um it will look after us in turn, and, and that's with healing as well. Now, this release is coming out just a few days before Father's Day, and you yourself are becoming a father. Uh, I understand. I've been hearing that you have been going through a lot of experiences as a father and you having to go through a lot of experiences with your own father. Uh, yeah, can- sure. I mean, look, uh, I'm a uh, stepdad of three amazing daughters and i uh, got a baby on the way. And, um, you know, Father's Day this year will be a big day. Um, you know, there's lots on the horizon. But, you know, yeah, I've experienced my own stuff with my own father. You know, um, lost him to cancer when I was like 23. Um, was raised by a single mum. And, you know, you got you go through your own journey and, and you find ways to work through it and continue to work through it. And um, I, I guess, you know, the, the song Heal, it's symbolic and representative of, of all those things, you know. Mm. And I mean, look, like I, like we discussed, it is its own healing journey. Trying to go through those uh, 
experiences, whether they be traumatic or, or kind of character building as well. Well, yeah, it's all that. You know, it's traumatic. Um, it builds character. It, it plays a role in shaping you and how you're going to see the world for the rest of your life. And, and I think, you know, that's the beauty of, of, you know, trying to heal is that it doesn't become all doom and gloom. It just becomes a, a part of life and a part of your journey, and you learn to navigate and work through that, and and walk into the next phase of your life. Listening to the song, I can hear you take pride in singing your language, and that's really evident in other songs that you've uh, put out, and also with your work with songs that are generally sung in English. Things like your version of "You're the Voice" and "Absolutely Everybody." I'd like to get an idea about what drives you in terms of putting Aboriginal languages front and centre in your songs. Well, because it's who I am, yep. first and foremost. Because, you know, my language is connected to the oldest living culture on the planet. It's a language that not that long ago was on the brink of extinction. There was a language that my people were forbidden to speak and talk. So in terms of depth, quite, you know, the most obvious answer, it's the most deepest answer because... It's the most sacred element of my craft. And without my language or without my identity, there would be no Mitch Tambo, the artist, because it's what's at the core of me. It's what drives me. It's what wakes me up in the morning. It's what fuels my spirit. Um, you know, it's so many different things. And, you know, I grew up only singing traditional songs, never sung in English. And, you know, when I just started to put my music out, that's all I wanted to do was sing in my language. Uh, not for any other reason than I just feel like that's just what's in my heart, you know, that's just my purpose and what I want to do. And um, obviously when I decided to do You're the Voice and, and all the rest of it, English was, was secondary, you know. English was um, last minute because I'd never sung in English before. And whilst I'm a fluent English speaker, I'd never sung in English. And while I don't speak fluent language, I'd only sung in language. So it, it's it's a bit of a funny mix but that's just how it's been for me you know and um you know language is such an important thing um and it's so deep and anyone that has another you know language other than english needs to do all they can to hold on to it because that is connected to such deep ancestry it's connected to, to ancient roots um it's connected to one's motherland you know whether you're speaking punjabi african dialects whatever it is, you know, mm. you've got to hold on to it because when you connect to your mother tongue, uh, it's so extremely powerful. And I just hope that, you know, in my journey and in my song and story that, you know, I'm able to encourage and, you know, maybe even inspire others, not just blackfellas, you know, to just go and embrace your mother tongue, you know, and, and don't lose it, hold on to it and pass it on because it's, it's so sacred and, and special. So, yeah. And I'd like to get an idea about, you know, your efforts in learning your language as well. I mean, do you speak to elders or how how do you go about kind of, you know, giving more knowledge to yourself about your language and I suppose more knowledge about your culture? Yeah, totally. I mean, the only way to do that is access the old people, you know, um, access the elders, access family members that have got that, that knowledge um, you know, our, our culture was never written and, you know, it's an, it's an oral history. And while things are written now, I still think and believe, you know, if you can, the best way to access it is, is straight from 
you know, uh, your elder's mouth. And I um, speak constantly with Arnie Bernadette Duncan out there in Bogabilla on Similarade Country, you know, all the time um, about language, you know, and she's absolutely phenomenal um, when it comes to lingo and many other facets of, you know, culture. So, yeah. You know, it must feel really um, nourishing to know that you yourself are contributing to the preservation of language in releasing these songs in Gamilaroi and how does it make you feel to know that that's something that that's out there and I suppose a recorded piece of music in language yeah, it's super humbling like 100% like super humbling you know because I remember what it was like to be that 15 year old kid you know mm. um, and to be in a position today to have the opportunity to just sing in my language and, and put it out there you know I'm just I'm not claiming to be a linguist or claiming to be anything you know I'm completely imperfect but I'm just trying to do my part you know uh, to keep keep language alive and you know hopefully one day you know those songs will be around and can inspire maybe and or just even encourage really you know other people to just get into lingo and learn it you know and get excited about it because it's, it's such an amazing thing and when you get into language you just you learn so much because there's so many messages in our language and so many other stories that you find in our language that you just can't find in english with that, Mitch, thank you so much for having a yarn with us here on Karma. I appreciate you giving us your time here in Alice Springs. Uh, look, I know things are locked down there, but, you know, any chances that you're coming up to the Northern Territory anytime soon? Brother, I would <laughs> love – you don't understand how much I'd love to get up there. I, um, I've spent a lot of time in Alice in the past and just love Alice, love getting out bush, all the remote communities out there and – oh. I'd just love to get out there so much right now, especially being locked down like this. It'd be beautiful to get out there, get the get the feet barefoot on the red dirt and just kick it with all the mob. I'd just love it. So hopefully, you know, we can um, get through this COVID and we can get out there because honestly, brother, I honestly mean it, I would love to get back out there into the heartland. So beautiful out there. I just love mm. all the mob and just such a beautiful place to be. Yeah, plus one on that. I really... You should get me a job. That's what needs to happen. We need to, like, do a poll. We need to get Mitch Tambo and his mob up there, get a job, open it up. I'm ready. Let's go, Karma. Let's do it. Well, Mitch, we'll, we'll do the best that we can. <laughs> Thanks for your time, bro. I really appreciate your support and everything you're doing. All right, Mitch. Thank you so much for talking to us up here in Karma. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care.